Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And welcome to another episode of Post-Conference Presser. Anfield Index. Ladies and gents, I'm your normal host, Dave Davis, coming to you from a pretty cold but still Edinburgh. I'm not going to lie, I was at Wembley on Sunday, so I'm still absolutely shattered, probably not quite as much as a lot of our players, but there's still that warm, fuzzy feeling inside, isn't there? And that was partly to do with Jurgen Klopp and his press conference updates and a few other things that we'll talk about. So we'll do the normal, ladies and gents. We'll run through the Q&As for Jurgen Klopp. We'll talk about the clues from Sunday, who's played their way in and out, whose leg is not hanging off, maybe easier to answer. We'll talk about the threats that Southampton can bring and the near impossible job like Jurgen Klopp has of trying to pick a lineup for this game. Insane, isn't it? What a last few days it's been. What a week it could still be. Let's be clear, it's massive. This Southampton game... It's not as big as Sunday, I'm not pretending that for one sec, but it could be huge in the context of our season for a couple of reasons. If we win this, we have only Forest and City to navigate in the league before the international break, because that would mean the Everton game is postponed till after the international break. Key thing, a chance to get some players back, which was the theme of the Q&A, so... Let's get right into it. So video kind of starts as normal and the camera just comes on and I assume, because we didn't see it, but assume he's asked for a full injury update. So what did Jurgen Klopp say? He said, I don't know exactly yet. What I do know is Ryan Gravenberg isn't available. It's a ligament injury and it could have been much worse, but it's bad enough for this game, the next game, and then, yeah, we'll see. We need miracles for a few players, so I don't want to rule anyone out for too long. But it's touch and go 
for a lot of players like Darwin, Mo and Dom. And we have to see what we can do today. Watoro got a proper knock, so I have to see. And I wouldn't say he's much improved from Sunday, so we'll have to see. Quite a lot, and there's even more to come later on, funnily enough. But Gravenberg, yeah, at least at least for the next two games, which is Southampton and this Sunday, or coming Saturday, sorry, against Forest. Zero surprise there. Come on, let's be honest. We, it looked terrific. We feared the worst when you saw the replay. After we got down the rage for Caicedo getting nothing, it then started to think about that. And we saw him in crutches celebrating at Wembley. So you'd be astonished if it's just two games. But take what Jurgen Klopp says, not as bad as it could have been. Touch and go for a few. Darwin, Mo, and Dom. Christ alive, we could do with the three of these back. I'm going to be honest. You know, I'd, I'd be rather surprised if they're not in the squad. And there's a couple of things for that. You can see Darwin vaulting like he's done Beecher's Brook and taking the last hurdle. The pictures of him on Sunday celebrating and saying, how can you not love that man and everything he's doing? Mo walking around, he has subdued. So, but he's filming his Pepsi advert. His knee yesterday, see so hoping he's running jogging. It, it's looking positive there. Dom as well, bolting, jumping, and all those. You kind of be astonished if, and I mean astonished, I'm not saying that lightly, if two out of three aren't at least in the squad. You'd hope for all three. And also, if they're not, you just start to get a bit worried. I know he should jump ahead. I'm not saying I, I know what people are going to pick me up on, but Forrest on Saturday, you want all three in the squad. So you just start to get a little bit worried if one isn't but I expect that to happen Endo said a proper knock he was on crutches but then he wasn't yesterday so we we will have to see with him we'll be looking for those training photos or see if there is any to be honest well there might not be because as Jurgen Klopp said from his press conference half one training was three hours so about half past four so whenever this comes out I don't know but we'll have to wait then he was asked to about the other players by Vinny O'Connor said, you know, Harvey limping, Bradley Workload, what, what do you think of that? Would you play them or rest them? Well, in an ideal world, yes, but we don't live in an ideal world. We did make the lineup, and it's three hours until we train. Yesterday was a recovery day, an appreciation day for everything, and the very young boys trained and the rest recovered. When I get all the info and look in the eyes and see, then I can make a lineup. And I'm pretty positive and hope it will be a decent lineup. Let me say it like this. What an atmosphere. And what we can realize, or we do realize that, can make an impact the last few times. It would be really helpful if you could create something special on Wednesday. But I know I've asked that quite a lot recently. It's a tricky time, but somehow it's really positive and we'd like to keep doing that. There's one possibility tomorrow night, and that's Anfield and what we need. Yeah, a few things to unpack them. I like the fact he's saying positive because I could see and he kind of said it tongue-in-cheek, but he wasn't 100% lying then. He's expecting positives and I think he's right to for, for Dom and Nunes at least and then you'd hope for Salah because he is a machine. So you are hoping for some positives there. You're hoping like some people are tired more than anything so maybe bench duty in that regard. But I get what he's saying and he's got a right to ask for it again because they turned in performances for us and we turned in a performance for them on Sunday. Let's just be clear on that. On Sunday, we knew they needed us. And we reacted in the ground. You all heard, if you weren't on the TVs or whatever, LA, LA, LA. 
it honestly was ear shattering. You could feel it coming through. They needed us. We responded. They more than responded to that, especially in extra time. Let's be clear, they dominated that first period, didn't they? Those kids were insanely good. The people who were on the last legs were insanely good. So everyone works together. The other thing to say on it is, it would be great to see an atmosphere like that, even for people who say, oh, it's an FA Cup game, hard to get up, people pass on the tickets. Do you know what? Whatever. The one thing I liked about the Norwich game and others, it was great to see young kids in the crowd. That is the one thing I like about the Cup. When you see young kids who wouldn't normally go, get the opportunity and shout in. Maybe and this isn't saying old, wall, local. I can't be bothered with any of that. It's more about getting young kids like that in the atmosphere and enjoying that. So if that can make the atmosphere for this Cup game special, brilliant. That is what I would love to say. He was then asked about the parade and the farewell, which is a difficult, awkward question isn't it, for everyone. Said, yeah, the farewell part. That's the one that's part that's not so cool and it could be seen as that. I don't think that makes sense. But besides that, I love trophy parades, but I don't decide that. These kind of things have to be prepared, but it's not my business. If there's a parade, I will be on the bus, no doubt about that. And so there should be. We've won a trophy. It's right to celebrate that at the end of the season. You hope there's three more to add for it to make it insane. At the same time, you're also hopeful, and I mean hopeful, that everyone gets a chance to express what Jurgen Klopp means to them in that regard. So it's right, and there's time to think about this. The time for eulogies and platitudes is not now, but it's great it's in the pipeline. He was then asked about the next game, you know, and bringing you back down to earth. Kind of giggle with that one. Back down to earth, that's no problem. I want to take that positive feeling. The problem is the lack of recovery time. Besides that, there's no problems. These boys love playing football. They love digging out in, or digging incredibly deep to grind out a result somehow. We know the world and everyone say it's Liverpool massive favourite for this game against Southampton and whatever people say, it's not too important, but we need to find a team that's competitive and then we will fight for it. We got a really good taste of how Wembley feels and when you win, it's a completely different place. If we can decide it, we go. But we have to win tomorrow and all the other games. As long as we have 11 players, we will go for it. In context of this, yeah, it's tough. No one's pretending that for one second. However, it is massive in one, well, a couple of ways. If you win, as we said, the Everton game gets delayed. If you win, you are into the quarter finals already. Yeah, they're heading to a quarter final. You then, like we say, Wembley's the semis. We know how we respond to that as well. and The quadruple chase and all these things. So it, it is a big game for mainly different reasons. And the squad, everything goes into the mix with this. And the final two parts he was asked about. One, expected but bad. One, not expected but good. So asked about Thiago. No timescale. I don't know if he will play again this season. I don't know, to be honest, what he has to do now. I don't know. It's not a short-term thing. That's why I've not been, it's not been in my thoughts. Let me put it that way. It's not 100%. And he was asked, you know, is the region that, yes, it's the same region as in the hip area, hip region, whatever you want to call it. I think everyone felt, we'd all be astonished if Thiago plays for Liverpool again. It kind of is what it is. I think for a lot of us, we made our peace with it. This isn't to be, you know, derogatory of the player at all, but, there's bigger things to, to think about in that regard now. We've got a lot of players who can play and we just kind of expected it, which sounds harsh, but it's a big loss. We all love Thiago, but there we go. 
Then he was asked about Stefan Bajsetic as well, which is a good question. And he kind of laughed. It was intriguing what he gave away with this. He said, it's one of these things. I had lunch and I saw him training. And I sat there and he laughed at this point and said, why is he not playing? He's gaining fitness now and running around like, wow. But he didn't get the green light for us yet. And no one in the building wants to hold him back at all. He's pain-free, though. All the checks and the scans and the bone all looks good. That's all fine. And we need to make sure when we can use him again in normal training. Because I can't replicate a live situation and put 10 other players in rehab with him. For me, he looks good. But how good, I get told. But nobody told me yet he could come back. But it seems good. Tell you what. There's a little boost. I don't, people are saying he's not back or anything like that. Yes, but it sounds decent, doesn't it, in that regard? It sounds decent in the fact of he's training him. He's pain-free. It sounds like he could be on the verge of full training. So that's not going to be quick. But if you can get him back into full training, and maybe the international bait could be amazing for that kid. A few weeks of hard, solid training. If, if I know as if, he could get back there. Just imagine if you can get Stefan Badge-Setic for up to 10 games an option. And if we can, like say, if you win tonight, you move Everton after the international break, he could be a potential option. It's getting greedy. I'm not debating that for one second, but I am taking that as a big positive. So the last game, what a can't remember talking about this again. It just makes me smile every time. But we always go to the last game and the clues, don't we? So the clues from Chelsea, I mean, the 1-0 extra time, the VVD winner, the kids... Honest thoughts. I mean, this this has been shared to death, no doubts. But if you can't be still buzzing from Sunday, maybe this just is not the sport for you. You should just be absolutely... Pride should be shining through. Everyone responded. Everyone. Fans, kids, senior players on Sunday. Absolutely amazing. Anyone play their way in and out? We talk about, well, Grav got an injury. So that's that. Endo, Harvey and Diaz played 120 minutes. So that adds to having to be careful with those three at the same time. And we'll come into the thinking when I then talk about lineup for this game. Southampton threats. An interesting team. I mean, they're chasing promotion. They're fourth in the league, but more importantly, they're only five points off automatic promotion. I mean, at one stage... Leicester and Ipswich were running away with it, but Ipswich have been reeled back in, haven't they? Leeds are now level on points with them, but they're in the automatic spots based on goal difference. And there's a four-way chase for two spots, which I actually think helps us because Russell Martin, their manager, said in his press conference, they could do without this. You know, so you'd hope, maybe wrong, but they might rotate and put out a weaker team. I mean, they've got some interesting results. They've, They've obviously done well and they had a right run to get back up there, but they've lost three out of the last five. They've got goal scorers there. Adam Armstrong's got 16. Trey Adams has got his international. He's got 11. Ryan Fraser, previous but still not retired, has got his international, has got eight. So they've got goals in their league. That's why they kind of jimmied up the table. It's one of those, though. You, you do hope they're thinking bigger fish to fry. It's a Liverpool Anfield. There's banana skin potential, but that hopefully factors in. Maybe wishful thinking, we will have to see. 
formation and line up with this. This is near on impossible in one way. But I'm going to go for it based on what was said in the press conference and what I believe. Some positions will be easier to pick. Kelleher, I've seen people say, oh, he'll be arrested for this. Why? Why? He's a goalkeeper. He's starting to, he's played his best ever game for me for Liverpool on Sunday. Rhythm. We've seen it with other players like Simicast, etc. Rhythm. Why would you take him out? I was always injured. Come on, it's a goalkeeper still. People never shout about Allison, but Keller starts for me. Right back, Connor Bradley. Connor Bradley played 72 minutes at the weekend. That factors in here for me. So Connor Bradley right back. Left back, Kostas Simikas, again, came on as a sub late for Robbo, didn't he? So that's an easy one there as well. In the middle, Jarrell Kwonsu came on the second half of extra time. And Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez to start at centre-back. Now, I know he came on after about half an hour for Gravenberg, and then it was rejigged. So he played about 90 minutes. He played almost a full game, if you want to call it that. However, he would start at centre-back. And let's just be clear, you do less running at centre-back than you do at the right back. That's just that's just factual. So the back five, if you want to call it that, is still pretty solid, isn't it? Kelleher, Gomez, Simicas, Kwanzaa, Gomez. That's a solid back five, whatever anyone says. That should be enough to cope with Southampton's threat. Now it starts to get tough because you move forward to the middle. They came on and they did not embarrass themselves for one second. McConnell and Bobby Clark. Those are James McConnell, Bobby Clark. Outrageously good. Made a huge difference. By the way, if you think you're like any doubts on these boys, these boys were better than two different 100 plus million pound players. They were better than Enzo. They were better than Cancedo in that extra time period. Yeah, they were outrageously good. Bobby Clark as well. Sometimes uh, you know gave the odd ball away, but you you know won tackles, control, made smart decisions overall. Got forward, got really good. James McConnell again, solid. That little almost bad set style turning when he dropped the shoulders open, not went past main attack, nearly put it through to Elliot. Brilliant as well. What a brilliant tackle on Enzo, didn't he? You know they were up for the physical battle. You cannot doubt these two kids. You shouldn't be any doubt. I think McConnell the last round as well that assist against Norwich. Well and truly earned their start. Now it gets tough because you've got a call to make. You could say, oh, well, the options, I want to put a kid out there, Trey and Yoni, and make him one of the youngest ever players to play for Liverpool. That's dangerous then. And that's not saying I don't rate the kid. He's obviously got superstar potential, but three kids is a bit much, it feels, against a senior Southampton midfield. It just feels a bit much. Here's how I see it. Alexis McAllister to play some minutes. Now, I know people are going to be screaming like he's our most important midfielder, all that, but etc. He played 87 minutes. We didn't play a full game. He's not going to play a full game in this one for me either, but I will explain as it comes to it. But that's my midfield, McAllister, Clark, McConnell. Up front, Cody Gappo. Only played 87 minutes. Didn't really shine, particularly Cody in that. Carabao final, I know it's the story of heroes, but yeah, Cody starts. Jaden Dans, he had enough of a couple of calls, didn't he? He has a great 
sort of cameo against Luton, that, that swivel, that little slish pass before it breaks to Elliot to hit the fourth. Header save. Nearly bundles Elliot, sort of save thing right in extra time, doesn't he? Ran the line hard. Made a real impact. Nearly nipped in as well. Jaden Dan's in the middle. Gapo left or right. You know, it's, it's hard to think. Now, this is where it also gets tough. Because CBC people say Kay Gordon, but I know he said he had a bit of flu, didn't he, for the, the last game, so we didn't get the squad against Luton. Lewis Kumas did. He'd be the one I would like to see. Got quite a good link up as well with Jane and Dan's. I know that's youth team level, but Gapo, Dan's, Kumas. And people will shout for Kay Gordon. I'm not, not trying to be derogatory again, but I, I would think the fact that Kumas was on the bench may be quite telling, but we'll have to see. What is important, I think, is subs. I'm hoping that all three of Salah, Zabosla and Nunes are on the bench. And especially with Boris the head, you hope all get half an hour. Young Trey, you would hope he gets some minutes at the same time as well. Robbo, possibly an option. I don't know after, after that. I mean, that's four or five subs I've named there. I know people are going to shout at this one and say, Harvey Elliott, are you kidding after everything? Thinking in mind with the next game of after this Forest away, I'm not sure you start Harvey Elliott. I think he goes back to his subs role. I know people are going to say that's incredibly harsh. It's not being derogatory, but how I see it. So I think it'd be great in one way if Robbo, Endo, Diaz, and, you know, didn't get a single minute and were rested up. But there are still options. I mean, I'm not saying this will happen, but you could have like options coming on, like Salah, Zabozlai, Nunes, Endo, Diaz, Elliot. You know, so it is stretched its issues, but we should still be confident with this team. With that in mind, I'm going to go for a scoreline of three-one, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think. Don't know why Jaden Dans gets on the score sheet as well. So that's my prediction. 3-1, Jaden Dans to get on the score sheet. Maybe, you know, later it goes and we have to bring on the cavalry for obvious reasons, but I'm not going to shout at them even one second for that at all. But Liverpool win. The Everton game gets postponed, as we say. Longer to recover many things to think about. So that makes this a big game. But if you haven't, as we always say, watch the press conference. They did go into breakout rooms. You may see some national headlines after sort of 10.30 onwards. But ladies and gents, with everyone still in fine fettle, players coming back and the buzz from Sunday, that was another post-conference presser at Anfield Index. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. 
Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.